Hi, and welcome to Naomi Loves to Talk, episode 25. I am Naomi Love, I am your host, and this episode is all about dating without a title. This will be the last episode of season two, and I'll be back soon, and I will be back with a different format, but for now, I hope you enjoy the last episode of season two. I'm joined by three returning guests as we divulge into the world of dating again, but this time looking at the trials and tribulations of dating and how it can be an uphill battle when trying to secure that partnership and that relationship. I really hope you enjoy and I will be back soon. Hi, and welcome to Naomi Loves to Talk, episode 25. Woo! Woo, woo, woo! Thank you, thank you. Um, This is episode 25. It's called Dating Without a Title. I'm joined by three returning guests, three amazing guests who've been on previous episodes before. And we are going to be delving into the fun world of dating. And this is the last episode of season two. So if you've been tuning in, we've covered so many topics this season. And this is the last one rounding off season two, but there'll be more to come. And I'm going to change the format of the show where I'm going to be having spoken word artists and fellow poets coming on the show to share their poetry too. So it's not just Naomi Love's poetry. It'll be um, different poets and their poetry, and they're going to talk about the story behind it. So it's more of an interview, but also I have other guests as well who can also ask questions and share their input on topics. That's gonna to happen next season, but for now, we are going to round off our season two, and I'm quite excited to talk about this. It's a bit of a sweet topic for me, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I've had good and bad experiences with dating. Before I go into the topic and the poem, let's reintroduce our guests. So first up, we have Daniel. He's the only male representing for the men today. And Daniel, tell everyone about yourselves again and what you do and promote your stuff this time, please. Um, my name is Daniel, young, young and getting it, young and trying. Um, I'm a TA, semi-pro footballer and an entrepreneur, trying. Right, we're doing your thing, doing your thing. Yeah, you shared yeah, about yeah. your um, football experiences on the Black Men Stereotype episode, I remember very well. Yeah. And next up, Simone, introduce yourself, please. Hey, um, my name is Simone. I work in education, I work in special education Um I'm, I manage a department in a special education college. I am young and black and fabulous. <laughs> yeah, right. And she was on the last episode of Black Girl Magic. And I like that you introduced yes. that part of yourself. Not just I'm a Capricorn. You know, it was more about yourself. Do you know what I mean? That's why I didn't know what to say at first. I'm a Capricorn. And I'm beautiful, baby. <laughs> That's right. And next up, the last but not least, our international guest. She was on the last episode, Kendra Crump. Introduce yourself, please, again. Yes, uh, Kendra Crump, a.k.a. the H&IC. Y'all should know what that means. If not, go look it up on UrbanDictionary.com. Uh, I'm a comedian. Um, I'm rapper the game. J.C. on Terrell Taylor's wife uh, slash baby mama. He knows it, but I guess not because he ain't called me back yet. Um, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just a cool person at the end of the day. You know, the end. The end. And I love it. And I have a good introduction again, just like last time. <laughs> People need to follow you with introductions, definitely. Um, okay, so dating without a title, guys. Usually, if I'm doing a dating show, I usually ask my guests, what's your dating, what's your status? But that's irrelevant. My question to you is, give me one word to sum up your dating experience. One word. So that doesn't matter if you're in a relationship now or not, just your dating experience. My word would be frustrating. What's your word? One word. 
Who'd you like to go first? Anybody. Straight. 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 So mine's frustrating. Straight. What's yours, Kendra? Broke. Because that's all he'd be trying to holler at me. Broke dudes. I'm like, you, you, like, what you think? You can't even go. I don't know if you guys have a Wendy's, Wendy's where y'all at, but we have a Wendy's over here. They don't even want to go for a Wendy's four for four with me. Okay. They don't want to pay for the whole thing. They want me to go half on them. They're broke. That's how my relationship. Damn. Thing is. Okay. I look forward to the, the, hearing your experiences, uh, Simone. Oh, I got two words. My first word was adventure because more time is just adventure time. Nothing serious. And my second word was roller coaster. Mm. yeah so then okay so <laughs> yours are self-explanatory adventure roller coaster kendra yeah you've been around broke people daniel what do you mean by straight i have to ask um so like yeah dating about a title and things like that um i remember speaking to you the last time we done the pod about like um because i haven't really gone on dates as such so it's like any dates what do you mean I've been on dates, but not like, do you know what I mean? You haven't been when dating someone for... Yeah, when you want something, you let it be known. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You're, you're one of the rare men out there. Yeah. They want. That's kind of what this whole conversation was about. Brilliant. Okay, so you're straightforward. You're straight down the line. You know what you want. Yeah. To you, it's a straightforward thing. Okay. One word to sum up dating in 2021. Ooh. You talk about your own personal experience. What's dating like in 2021? Yeah. i'm taken now so yeah but what how would you surmise it like that's why it's not about from the outside from the outside looking in yeah 2021 Um, what's it like fried 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 Fried. your words are confusing me (laughs) fried do you know what i mean it's fried fried. Fried. what does that what does that mean because i think of fried i think of being high what does that mean (laughs) um a different context so in this context i just mean like you know people are just just fried just just it's just a mess okay, oh, okay. it's confusing yeah. it's confusing yeah it's a mess it's just my word would be ruthless mm, i feel like it's yeah, ruthless now there's no it, people get cut in a heartbeat you know um there's so much we can delve into with regards to the expectations that a lot of people have now when they're dating um for men and for women i don't feel like, feel like sometimes it's unrealistic but what's your word, Kendra? Annoying. Uh, because it seems to be the same people I keep running into. You know, I don't know if it's something within myself. I don't feel like it's with something within myself I'm attracting. I just think it's the amount of confidence a lot of these guys have when they try to approach me. Fair know? enough. So we've, we've got a very um, positive look on dating so far. Would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to share my first poem. Um, it's only two, like I said, they're both very short. And this poem is called Unfulfilled. Um, like Daniel, I'm in a different relationship status now. But when I did write this, I was single and very bitter and very um, annoyed at the ruthlessness and roller coaster of dating. And this one's called Unfulfilled. And then I'm going to ask you guys some questions. So here we go. Fulfilled yet not content. Enjoying all the time we have spent. I'm, unsh- I'm unsure if you see the potential in what we can share together. I'm ready to try with you. I'm ready to commit. But now I feel that how I feel is only half the battle. I know from past mistakes. So let it all be mutual. Let him show how he feels. This way I will know if it is real. But how long should I wait? Or am I too impatient? I know how I feel about you. But what I know is only how I feel. 
You need to say what's in your heart. Until then, we will carry on this way, feeling fulfilled, but not yet content. The backstory to that poem is being in a situation, ship with somebody where we're doing things that people do in relationships, we're going on dates, we're bloody, bloody, blah, but there's no commitment being made on his part, but I was ready to commit. And I've always had this thing of um, having a certain timeline of how long I date somebody before there's a title or how long I waste my time. But that's where I was at, I was feeling unfulfilled. I was happy to plod along, but where are we going with this? And I know how I feel, but he's not sharing how he feels. So my first question to you is how important is a title? So if you've been in a scenario like myself where you've dated somebody or like somebody, how important is a title for you in terms of getting that title? I think um, a title when it comes with that is very important because at least I know what, where we stand, you know, if that way, if there's no title, I can be free to do what I want. I need to know for a fact, okay, it's me and you, you know, we're exclusively dating. I met your parents, you know, like I got their phone number. We are, we're, we're one with each other. Um, without a title, fair is fair game. You know, mm-hmm. with with the title, we don't have to use protection no more. Well, I think you should still use protection, but I, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I can trust that you're not going to do anything stupid, you know, but without a title, hey, I can date 10 or 15 people. I can, I don't have to answer my phone to you, but if there is a title, it definitely means something to me. Like, at least I know, okay, I don't have to be concerned about um, a, little, a lot of different things. I can just, my focus is going to be you versus the 10 other people I was entertaining. Hmm. You know, you mentioned the um, protection that like, with sex. What about if the person says they'll be exclusive with you, but there's just not a title yet where you are? Both? Well, I, I always thought that exclusively dating meant that it was just you two with each other. That's what I've always thought. But that makes well, okay. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a different example. I have um, got a friend of mine who said that she did the whole no title thing with this guy. Right? This is like like something that just is is a fluke type of stuff. But she did a no title thing with this guy because she said I didn't we didn't want to have that whole well if you're my boyfriend I'm your girlfriend this is what comes with it these are all the rules that come with it so they mm-hmm. literally just knew for a fact that they were going to be together and eventually they just got married without a title like they they went to the courthouse said, okay well, now we're mm-hmm. married and stuff like that it was kind of strange in a way but Very you strange. know <laughs> I was like bro that, that's only in a fairy tale movie that doesn't exist one in a million yeah a, exactly. You're- so then that's the scenario that I just gave from that poem. You're doing stuff that couples do, but there isn't a title, but they already had a discussion that they don't need a title. They already knew that they were going to be together. And then he proposed one day and she's like, okay. And then they went to get married. And now they somewhat live happily ever after the keyword somewhat, you know, but, mm-hmm. but I just thought that to me was kind of like, I didn't think that that would exist, but again, that that's risky right there. Because on top of that, yeah. there were times that they, they're both in the army, right. And they were living in different States. So there were times and times where they would get with each other. They would always have unprotected sex. Of course they had a couple of kids later or whatever, but still, that's risky because you know they did that it's not going to work for everybody so I learned for myself I'm not going to try to be like them I want to do what works what I know for a fact is going to be guaranteed works for me now if my outcome in a relationship ends up doing the same thing then I'm like okay well that's that's kind of cool it it worked out but I don't try to bank on that I I definitely want that title so I can know we're together but the, the the premise of this show was that some people, like the example of your friend, can mm-hmm. be in situations where 
we're doing all these things. We're having unprotected sex. We're being exclusive. We're going on dates. Maybe even with your mum and dad, but you're still not getting a title. <laughs> you t- might as what? well. If, 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 it's, if it's gone that far, I mean, to some people it means nothing, but to others, obviously, it means it means a lot. But if you've gone that far, then you might as well. You're doing everything couples will do. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing I've never understood. And also, it, it there's no blurred lines mm. when when there's a title um, on a relationship as well. No, definitely. That's, but that's what yeah. a lot of people crave um, when you are dating. Simone, what's, what's your opinion on the whole dating without a title or being exclusive, but you haven't got the wifey title or whatever title you're going for? Whatever. Um, Sorry, can I interject again, please? Sorry. Yeah. And that that exclusively dating gives me like the vibes of um main pieces and side piece. Really? Yeah, because yeah, you can read that. It, it, exclusively, it's like, oh yeah, you're my main. You know what I mean? But no, then you got the. It's, I've it could never, just. I've never you never understood it. I just see exclusive. I agree as, with Daniel. You agree yeah, with Daniel? Yeah, I, just, I disagree. You disagree as well, Simone. I disagree. Yeah, I definitely disagree, and I think you know. Of course, there are no rules to this this whole dating thing. But I think if you've just met somebody, like a complete stranger, um, I don't know, you might go to a bar or club or whatever, you, you know, you're going to spend time getting to know that person. So mm-hmm. maybe for some people, they dive straight in and within weeks or a month, they're like, yeah, you're going to be my boyfriend, you're going to be my girlfriend, and they go into a relationship. And fine, but for some other people... Um, they want to spend the time to get to know that person. You know, they they do the dating, they do the courting. So during that stage, that's when some people, and personally what I would say, okay, that's when I'm dating that person exclusively. However, you both need to be on the same page. So I can't say, oh, I'm dating a man exclusively and he's not. Like that's, that's something that you has to communicate. And, you know, my expectations, my boundaries, my rules as such. And I also want to know what he expects but I think, I don't personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating exclusively. For me, it's that, that's, it's that stage before you get into a relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. I need that stage because I've, I've gone into, I've literally dated somebody for a very, very short amount of time and then rushed into a relationship. And it wasn't a good one. Whereas I mm. think, <laughs> and I didn't really know that person. Whereas I think if I had maybe spent a few months or a little bit longer, trying them out a bit of trial and error <laughs> and them exclusively yeah. I probably have seen some signs from early that oh this person was not someone I should have got into a committed relationship with mm. that's why I, I'm like you I see the you date you might exchange numbers you date for a little bit you talk then yeah. there's, there's a conversation of exclusivity and Daniel my interpretation of that is more so I'm taking myself off the market a little bit I'm going to focus on dating you I'm only going to go on dates mm. with you and that's in the journey of becoming a, into a boyfriend and girlfriend. That's how I've always looked at exclusivity. And that's how it's always kind of worked. But the confusing part for me and what made me write a few poems on this kind of topic is that sometimes a guy will say that to you mm-hmm. and then you're exclusive forever. And then there's no actual <laughs> title. And then you're, you're cutting off your, you're blocking your blessings and not letting other people get to know you because you're like, oh no, I'm seeing so-and-so. But yeah. then... And or like you said, Simone, this, they haven't communicated explicitly to you that they're not seeing anyone else. You've just kind of assumed it's exclusive. <laughs> That's what I did in my, in my 20s. I'm assuming stuff, but that, that ain't even the case because um, seeing somebody every other day doesn't mean that they're exclusive. You just might have just had time. <laughs> you know, and you might have, you don't even know if you're the side piece. Or all these things can come, in, come into play. That's why I use the word ruthless for dating. 
So with regards to without a title, how long would you date somebody then with without a title? What do you I said for me it's three months. I've always had a three-month rule in terms of yeah, like you said, Daniel, and we had this conversation before. When a guy knows and a girl knows what they want, usually they will know, okay, this is someone I want to I want to be with. If you're still unsure about me by month four, five, and six, I don't think you're ever going to be sure. That's how I look at it. Whether that's right or wrong, that's how I've always looked at it. Because I've been in scenarios where I've tried to go a bit longer, be a bit more patient, and then you just wasted my time, and that pisses me off even more, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have a boundary for myself. I've shown you certain things, and I'm not going to continue to do stuff, and then we're not going to be exclusive. That's my personal thing. What about yourselves? What's How long would you go without having a title? Three months. Yeah. Like you, three n- months. the 90 day probationary period. We done <laughs> spend enough time with each other, know what we really want and what we like. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Once or twice a week or so. Yeah. I think it's three, reasonable. Three months is a, is a decent amount of time to, to get to know someone, see them mad, see them upset. You know what I mean? See them happy, see what they're like. Yeah. yeah some I people, some people do yeah. perform though. They can perform for 90 days. Um, that's the only downside. You know, in terms of you said, see when they're mad, they might pretend to not have a temper, or certain things about their flaws will be hidden. But I just yeah. think, um, and if it doesn't work out, and you, you tried, didn't it? But you could have wasted eight months or more. But that's my personal that's- preference. So we've got two, Simone. Um, do you know what? I'd be lying if I said I, I had a time frame. Like I don't really have to. Talk. Uh? That's why it's good to talk. To have different yeah, opinions. So. Yeah, I don't really have a time frame. I go with what I feel. Or until mm. I get bored, or, or until I get to that point where I'm like, wait, what is this? Like, I have dated, like, in terms of, like, you know, the exclusivity, the dating, I've done it where it's been, like, a couple months. I've done it where I've, I've exclusively dated somebody for, like, six months. And I've even done longer periods. Mm. Uh, but one thing I will say, with when I, like, I'm going to just own my trees. I did, th- I did date someone exclusively for about a year, and the maddest thing is, it wasn't a, sh- a year straight. So I, I wasn't like, okay, I met you on this day and we were exclusive. It was like, all right, we date for a couple months mm. and then something happens and I'm like, I'm done. And then you end up going back to that person right. and stop again. And then you start again. And then it wasn't until like, I got to a point, I was like, oh my God, good old, you know, like Snapchat memories. Mm. I was looking at one of my Snap memories and the penny dropped that this person had been in my life for a year. And I was like, oh God. Mm. And eventually you got to walk away from them situations. But it was very easy to kind of get into that routine of I'm going to date you for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Then I'll stop because I might be going through some shit or he's going through some shit or whatever. And then we start up again. But it was very messy. Very, very messy. So your reasons for stopping was always like personal stuff that yeah, Which if we had okay, yeah, personal stuff with me or with him, or we talk about the whole relationship like stuff, and then he'll be like, oh, "I'm not ready for a relationship." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go now," and then <laughs> I'd walk away, and then for some some reason, I'd find myself back there a month later. <laughs> Damn, there's a, there's a term for that. <laughs> you go back to the you know must have been good where it was at. Um, <laughs> are we always aware of red flags though? Like in terms of. We, we three of us have said we've got 90 days that we would um the longest we would go for but do you feel like when you do if you like someone enough you can surpass some of those red flags that are shown like if, if your intuition is showing you that maybe you mentioned someone being angry and stuff like that down you're like say they show a certain temperament that you're not comfortable with would you still pursue a relationship because you like everything else about them or it, it depends how mad it is okay 
yeah, some levels of madness is like, all right, cool. I see it. And, you know, I mean, I'm going to keep an eye, but it's not too... But some are literally like, nah, this is too you have, crazy. Yeah, I always call them non-negotiables. Um, yeah, might yeah. Have, but that's, I still feel like sometimes we, uh, we ignore our intuition. Well, I know I have in the past. I don't know if I'm doing it now, but you sometimes you know about certain things that are not for you, but you're still pursuing because you like them or because whatever they might do um, to fulfill your needs, stuff like that. Um, what What is the advice you would give to women and men who are dating in 2021? Ooh, I would Stand say, by your guns. <laughs> yeah, something I would say similar. Date with intent. Yeah. Be clear mm. with your intention. If you just want to go with the flow and have fun and get your freak on, then cool. But um, be very clear in communicating that. Does that happen though? Um, Sometimes, yeah, it does happen. And but I think on the flip side, if you're dating because you, you want to settle down and you want to find your forever bay, mm-hmm. whatever, then you should be really clear with your intention. And I think sometimes, um, I'm going to sound controversial, but sometimes as women... Mm. we're too happy to go with the flow when we really want a relationship mm. and mm. We're, we're sometimes a bit scared or a bit a bit you know we're a bit hesitant to tell a man oh yeah I'm great I'm happy that I met you but my intention is to see where this goes because I want a relationship instead women will sometimes fall back and be like oh, okay I'll let the guy set the pace yeah and, yeah like, I had a conversation before and it's like two uh, people and it's like the, the guy in the end he, he does set the pace because it's very rare that as a woman, you would ask a guy to be your man. You might have the conversation of where this is going, but it's yeah. usually the guy that ends up deciding where this is going. Am I right? Am I wrong? And then I feel like sometimes for a lot of women who um, are very forward about what they're looking for, especially women in my age band, 35 and up, and they probably are, they're ready to settle down. When you say that to a guy, sometimes it's a bit off-putting for some men for you to be so forward and put that commitment on yeah. the table so early in. I think that's why it's a catch-22 for a lot of women where they want to play, take it easy, but it's like, I also want to let you know what, I'm, what my intentions are. Mm. But I, from conversations I've had with some some guys, that is, can be off-putting because they want to just go with the flow and see where it is. I hate the term go with the flow, personally. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no... It gets used a lot no. as a... What are you going to say, Daniel? No, there's no uh, end. Like, there's no, no... Yeah. It's literally, like, water, just, just going. Just going with the flow. You might come, you might come back, you might be interested, you might not. And it's, it's hard. That's why I said dating is, is, is um, very conflicting at the moment. I feel like you can do that as like a kind of get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, to, well, I'm just going to so, say, like, if I was to say that to a guy, oh, let's just go with the flow. I'm not going to lie. I'm saying that usually <laughs> because you can never then come back to me and be like, oh, but yeah. Simone, you said this. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, oh, I thought oh, I was going oh. with the flow. The flow is the, the way you <laughs> manage your own expectations sort of thing. It's, how, it's yeah, hard. Literally, it is hard. That's why, yeah, definitely. That's why there's always this issue with dating without a title and the whole um, thing about being so forward, like you said, about if you know what you want, be upfront. But then if someone's told you, I'm going to go with the flow, they've kind of told you from the beginning where this is going to possibly go. And then the more time you've invested, you might think you could change. Because I, I know I used to think I could change somebody's mind. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna go with the flow? I oh, will see. But then, no, they still want to go with the flow. That's me being honest, my personal experience. So I'm like, no, I'm sure when we date for a little while, he will want something more. But no, he already told you, like you said, I'm going with the flow. So 
Kendra, you're quite quiet over there. No, I, I didn't want to like jump, you know, I didn't want to interrupt or anything else like that. Um, yeah. I did want to answer, like give the piece of advice that, you know, would tell somebody in, within 2021, kind of like bouncing back and forth, you know, with what Simone uh, was bouncing off what she had said. Um, I'm all about honesty. I let people know up front, you know, I, uh, you let them know up front and then they can, so they won't say, well, you tricked me or you let me on or anything else like that. I also will let people know, and this is just for anybody out there who's just dating, like from here on out, don't sit here and try to, to, you know, build somebody like you know like this ain't build a bear like don't I, I like people who are complete okay I was trying to use other words but I'm not trying to get too graphic on your uh podcast I'm gonna be keep it like a little g-rated you know but mm-hmm. but but it's like you shouldn't have to try to sit here and build this person like I like people who come complete you know you sh- everyone should wants a person who's honest loyal you know great with communication respectful why do we have to sit here and teach you to open my door as I just chivalry should not be dead as a man, you open the woman's door. I'm, I'm all about, do if that, I Daniel? ask, do you do that, Daniel? It depends what door I'm going to be honest. It depends what door. <laughs> Cause if it's, the, if, it's the, if it's the car door, I mean, you gotta be honest. Yeah. If it's a no. car door, do you know what I mean? You could, you know what I mean? If it's a, if it's a normal, like, you open the door for your partner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's honest. See, I, I like Daniel. That's that's why he's in a successful relationship. Back to the story. So, <laughs> so with that being said, like I, I don't like, you know, I'm all about I'm the type of person I, I just it's things that I was just taught. The man walks on the outside, the woman's on the inside. There have been times yeah, I've been that. walking with guys. These are just guys who are just cool, cool guys. I'm not trying to get to know them in a way, but there's just cool conversation. And I will be on the outside and they'll be on the inside, you know, and stuff like that to me. It's like it's little things I look for. So I always tell like with women, with men, look for the little key traits, look for little things. I'm I'm so much of and, and maybe this is why I don't have a lot of friends. If I leave your house and you you don't check to see if I made it home safely. I stopped talking <laughs> to you. Like for what reason? What you don't even care about me. You have mm-hmm. just shown me that you don't care. And again, that might sound a little bit too like you know, like okay, Kendra, that's over the top. But stuff like that, you have it's it's you have to learn how to respect yourself. Let people know. Always have your standards. Like you know, yeah. whatever it is that your list that you like in a in a mate, have that. Don't sit here and try to compromise. Do not compromise. Compromisation is going to be like. It's, it's not going to come out well. I'll be like, oh, well, even though I don't like X, Y, and Z that he does, I'll put up with it because he's very attractive and mm-hmm. his mom likes me. He knows how to cook well, but still the X, Y, and Z is the biggest issue. There's somebody out there. Something I've learned is even with the first 10 or 15 people who you have come across that don't fit your standards, there is that one person, the needle in the haystack that will fit your standards. So that's all I have to say um, about that. You had asked the second question. Um, prior- what it was. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was trying to, yeah, like I said, that's something <laughs> I did want to say. No, thank you. No, and um, keeping your standards um, is very important and be true to yourself. So don't ever um, settle for less. Definitely not settling. I've noticed a lot, guys, on other podcast platforms and on social media conversations about dating. And I haven't, what do you think about the expectations that a lot of women have? or has been perpetuated in music and stuff, that a guy needs to have a certain amount of money in his account for you to date, needs to pay for X, Y, and Z, 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 he used to be, because you mentioned broke, and obviously you mentioned broke because you're making yeah, a joke I'm going to Wendy's, and oh, and that's like, our McDonald's. Um, but 
how important is that to you guys and what's your opinion on it and what's the conversation that's been out a lot at the moment I think when it comes with, you know, here, here, this is what I realized. Money is not everything, but I always have this joke. Would you rather cry in Detroit? And Detroit is in Michigan. It's the hood of Michigan. Or would you rather cry in Dubai? That's pretty much how <laughs> Michigan, the US of A. That's pretty much how I equate stuff like that. Like money, money doesn't. I've had women, like older women, when I was in middle school, high school, would tell me, Kendra, you're young right now. So, of course, you're going to, you know, not think of anything about money. You're going to think about love. But love does not pay the bills. At the end of the day, you want to deal with someone who's financially stable you know so no you don't have to have again this is like a a bill to do like they uh, the society standard oh he has to have you know he has to have the biggest penis and he has to be tall dark and handsome and he Mm -hmm. has to like have four or five degrees and guys that's not realistic okay they might even if they have everything they might have no personality and then what so i think the thing is you should not get so caught up and the whole musical listening to you know whatever's out there on the radio you know if a person may it's not hard to make six figures six figures is $25 an hour that's like $100,000 a year that's not that's not bad you know it's possible to to make that m- amount of money a savings is good even if you don't have you're not making your six figures you can make it if you save if you invest that's what I look for what are you are like your priorities so no I don't I don't I think it's it's important. Again, people might say, well, Kendra, are you financially stable? Yes, I know how to save. I know how to invest. I know how to do that type of stuff. I hate, I hate dipping into my savings. Like I really hate doing that, but there are times I might have to, but I think, like I said, you guys are on the same page and you all know what you want. Then I think it's important, but again, nobody, I don't think anybody on this, this platform will say that they like a broke person at the end of the day, we all want to be pampered and the man wants to be pampered too. There's nothing wrong. Like Daniel, when was the last time you had a woman pay for your haircut? <laughs> okay you have now, to think you know what Bes- besides the haircuts though like i do get i do get treated good mm-hmm. like, and, and go that's out, good that's you know good I mean? yeah 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 it's it's nice it is it's, it's, it is but, it is, but it men, is good to have equal like it is. Yeah, men want to be men want to be pampered as well i think like you know men want to be pampered men want to be loved they want the words of affirmation like my rule is cash cash up a black man five thousand this weekend or sell it to him that's how i am you know if I you see, have it or maybe five hundred or five hundred dollars you know let's start off small but i like i said i think i think stuff like that is is you know you want to be able like because happy wife happy life or whatever but the man needs to be happy as well he deals with a lot of like internal stress that you may not know about that he's probably not going to share with you so i think on both ends of you know just reciprocate the end (laughs) the end i appreciate that um what's your opinion simone and daniel because i'm referring to those you must know i'm talking about when women are saying he has to be yeah working um, bag i've got to be so and so and so what's your opinion guys it's 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 very outlandish very very outlandish in a sense and i think that's the problem with um relationships these days they're too like based in um materialistic uh, things yeah materialistic and based around social media like mm. social media is not real so when you look on it to find advice about all relationships and these things you're gonna find madness because mm. some of the things the women expect like um kendra was saying about six figures and all this stuff like a lot of the time guys don't see that money until they're however old do you know what i mean and sometimes right. the girl's not even on that herself. I Thank you. That's... I've seen it too many times. Girls yeah. are saying, I want a guy with this car, that car. You don't even drive. Yeah, you got Oyster car. You don't like, drive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And I think obviously that that just, 
brings crazy and unnecessary amounts of pressure on, do you know what I mean? Younger guys who, yeah. who think, yeah, I need to impress this girl by doing this, that and the other. But these times, do you know what I mean? Just focus on yourself, young man. And it'll come. The rest will follow. The rest will follow. What's your opinion, yeah. Um, I feel like um, you should just be able to meet your own requirements. Mm. I don't personally agree with this whole materialistic stance and how, for some reason, social media will have you believe that relationship (laughs) is a business. It's an Mm, transactional. It's all Mm -hmm. to do with money. And, you know, if he's not going to fly me here or she's not going to, like, whatever. But I think whatever it is you are looking for in a partner whether from a materialistic stance or from a a spiritual stance or a physical stance, whatever it is, but just be able to meet your own requirements. So I think if you want a man of God, be a woman of God. If you want a man that drives a particular car, if that's literally what you're looking for, make sure you do that too. If you want a Mm -hmm. man in your own place, make sure you have your own set of keys. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I, you know, if, if a woman or a man wants to look at their partner as a meal ticket, then that's their business. It doesn't really concern me. I doubt they'll be long, they probably won't last a long time. Mm-hmm. But I just think you just meet your own requirements. And I think too often mm. we see it, you know, social media will have you believe <laughs> that there are a lot of women out there who have these high expectations and mm-hmm. their own expectations. And then they go viral for nonsense, or, you know. But, um, yeah, that's why I wanted to ask, because like, I've been seeing so much on this topic and sometimes it grates me because you're right, meet your own expectations. If you, if that's what you aspire, make sure you are at least on the journey to getting that. You might not have the car you want when you drive a car. Um, you might exactly. not be on six figures, but you're on, on a career path to go that way. But if you're doing jack shit and you want someone to carry you, <laughs> men and women, but mainly it's the women that are getting portrayed in that way. But um, it's just interesting because sometimes I'm seeing a lot of bitter, bitter posts from men about women. And I don't know if any of you watched um, what's that program, Blue Therapy, that was on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, I couldn't watch that. Oh, yeah. Well, there was one one the guy asked the question of what do you bring to the table, and that brought a whole yeah. conversation about. Oh, the Kevin Samuels do. Oh, no, I don't like this him. Is, no. I can't stand that guy. Is this, is this uh, somebody in the? Is this somebody uh, based? It's a UK, UK. It's a UK YouTube YouTube show about um. It was, it was old now. It was about relationships. But a guy had asked. The girl had very high expectations. So Simone, and she was materialistic. Would you say it was all staged? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. staged. But it's just the whole conversation when he said, "So what do you bring to the table?" And that brought a conversation of, "Yeah, all these women that have these high expectations. What are you bringing to the table? Looking beautiful, being able to twerk. Yeah, that's great. But what are you? Relationship needs to have more substantial, more substantial things in there for it to last. So." Yeah. And can, can I, I can I can I say something I wanted that just just you know and I definitely agree with Simone and and with both of you ladies as well. I honestly I honestly think the thing is you know materialistic things they're not all that you know, mm-hmm. um and and again you got to know your partner's love language. There are some people who mm-hmm. like words of affirmation you know, but I honestly believe like I remember I was uh, fresh out of high school and I had an older woman tell me she says Kendra. She says, you're out here trying to date these guys. She says, here's the thing. You have a license. You have a car. You're in school. If they can't match two or three of those things, you shouldn't be dealing with them. Because I remember there was one guy who had, we were the same age. He had no license, 
no car. He wasn't in school. He was just staying at home with his mom, playing Xbox all day, probably beating one of y'all's nephews in Xbox and talking about their mama <laughs> online. That's the type of that's who he was. And I'm like, no, but I like him. They're like, Kendra, you're gonna you're gonna hate me now, but I promise you. Do not deal with him. And I remember I told him, I said, hey, I can't date you because you literally have nothing to off- bring to the table. He's like, oh, man, but but what about my penis? Sir, I understand you're a hor- mm-hmm. young hormonal boy, but what is good is that going to do for me, right? What about but if he has potential? Say, like, he... He's playing Xbox, but he plans to, you know, do something else. He was, in his life. You know what he said he wanted to do, and this is what I, this is the issue that I had where I uh, clung on to this dream. He wanted to be a football player, okay? okay. And I was watching the show Basketball Wives and Football Wives, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a football or a basketball wife, woo woo, uh-huh. right? But this is what I did. It took me a while to realize this. Number one, in order to actually go to the pros, you have to be good enough to get a scholarship to college. The school that he went to, he went to a hood school where anybody can get on a team okay it didn't matter like hey you know you got some talent let's put you on the team Even if your grades are crap you can get on the team okay so he got on the team but he, again his grades were not good so he didn't uh, qualify to actually get a academic scholarship so mm-hmm. he said oh i'm gonna go to college in the fall i'll go here i'll go there and he like a couple of years go by he still is where he's at and i've already graduated with my associates at this time right so i was still much further and again guys we're 20 now he still didn't have a license (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like to me to me and and again i think what happens is again you know i know a lot of times men mature a little a little bit slower than women in, in some cases but at the same time to me that's just unacceptable and then he would ask me for rides a lot of that was my issue my biggest issue was men not having a car right and i came across one guy a couple of years back who actually has a car he said kendra i much rather have a house than a car because you can do much more with a house than you can with the car think about mm-hmm. it like this let's say it's date night and you guys want to go out you guys want to drink you want to do whatever you know drug of choice that you want to do somebody has to be sober enough to take you guys home unless that person gonna get a DUI you do not want to get a DUI and so he said what he would do is if he had a car, I mean, had a house, he would tell me to um, drive, um, come to his place. He would call an Uber so the Uber can try take us everywhere that we want to go. And then once we come back to the house, we can have even more adult fun. And I said, bro, I almost proposed to him when he said that <laughs> because I have never heard a man say that before. To me, that was just brilliant. I was like, wow, that's actually freaking amazing because every guy I know is, oh, you got a ride? Can you drive? Can you come pick me up? Well, I would do the same for you i'm like sir we just met two minutes ago come on now so stuff stuff like that i think number one learn what your partner's love language is and number two have these conversations i honestly believe once you if you like by the age of 21 you should already have a license unless you just got out of jail but if you have not been incarcerated there should be no reason why you don't have a license at 21 you know just saying uh disclaimer i didn't get my license till my face so <laughs> oh, well, okay, well, well, okay, well, let me talk. Um, okay, well, okay, well, I'm sure you were surprised, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Were you asking for rides a lot? Did you ask, like, hey, I got gas money, kid, or were you getting a taxi? I I Ubered everywhere. I get cabs. Um, See, but you're responsible. To pick me up. That's great, but you're responsible though. I'm saying you weren't just calling. You weren't calling nobody up at seven o'clock in the morning to come pick you up to take you to, to the Walmart <laughs> of the no, street. No, That's what I'm, I I'm too independent for that. But I think where I lived. um 
I was close to like we've got like tubes and you got your metro line and things like that. We have I had loads of um, access to public transport, so I didn't really care. And I'd always be a passenger in somebody's car in, in a sense, friends or whatever. But yeah, I didn't start driving until 30. And and that and let me let me make a disclaimer as well for that because when I when I talk people, I don't want anyone, I don't want your your fan base to sit here and try to throw pitchforks at me through do through DM. But I, but unless there are like in New York, you don't even need a, a to have your license. You can just taxi everywhere, get on the metro like how you would for your yeah. transportation. But if in places like Georgia where I'm at, you need you can get on the, the bus line, but there's not a bus line everywhere in Georgia. There are times okay. where you will need an actual car. And and I think, like I said, a lot of the guys in my state, they, you know, rely on women. I get to the point where if I see a dude with a car, my first thing in my mind is like, Who, is that your car? Is that your mama's? Like in my <laughs> mind, because a lot of these guys like to, <laughs> they like to flex. Oh, yeah, that's that's my car. Sir, I, come on now. With, with the pink steering wheel, that is not your <laughs> car. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So we've spoke about expectations and um, it being unrealistic um okay last question which is kind of related to what we just spoke about but how do you you already asked how you approach dating how how invested do you get when you like somebody like how you know you said for example so i'm going to use you as an example because you said you're kind of a more of a go with the flow not 90 day rule kind of thing but how invested do you get with somebody when you are dating if in terms of you going with the flow is it just literally down to how it's going with that particular person if you want to share too much if you want to let them know what you're what you're looking for how soon do you invest a little bit more than just being laid back um I think it depends on the situation the person the vibe the energy because I can know from the very beginning whether or not um I really want to invest into them do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. or if they're just going to be a play thing (laughs) so I'm not going to invest too much on my personal life, my personal time. Like they Mm. they have a purpose and we all know what that purpose is. So for Mm -hmm. those sort of situations, I'm not investing much, but if it is someone that I, you know, I've been very clear in my intentions and they've been clear and we're on the same page um, in terms of, yeah, we're we're both looking for a relationship. I, how much, if I was to put a percentage, God, I'd probably invest maybe like 70%. I don't give it a hundred percent. Until you are. Until I'm committed. Sure, sure, yeah. That's when I always have to, you have to keep something back because I think what sometimes, um, it kind of, what is this topic? What sometimes women, and I can only speak on women because, you know, I'm a woman, I've done it myself. I've got friends and family that have done it. But sometimes when we're we're in that, you know, dating stage, we were too quick to give a man a hundred percent and start moving like wifey yeah way too much and and you don't even have a title <laughs> what's your what's your what's your description of wifey what in terms of what because I've, I've seen things about cooking for him is doing wifey stuff um like what uh, what would be your maybe three things that they shouldn't do as, as wifey before you get a title what is oh, wifey there's so much um like I know I know women who have like given a guy like a spare key or some nonsense before they're in a relationship yeah and I'm like babes no or like he's borrowed her car I'm like babe no like stuff like that mm. that's absurd that is absurd or like going out of going out of my way like changing my day and my diary and my arrangements to like to help him for example that you're doing too much mm. the help the healthy thing I could do the much or what lending money no that's not never <laughs> that's not um <laughs> 
never. Thank you so much for coming on and I hope you can come on in future episodes of season three. Even though the format is changing, you can still be a guest and join me with the other poets to talk about any topics you wish. But thank you so much. I really appreciate you all coming on. Pleasure. And yeah, bye guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.